Tote Bag episode 105. My name is Arthur. My name is Donovan. And this week, joining us in studio, the man, the legend, the super fan, the best goalie on the Rocket League team for the Jeff clan, <laughs> uh, the only one of us that still plays Apex Legends, our friend from the PlayStation Network service, Taco is here. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's up? I thought you were going to use my AKA, real name. A, yeah, AKA a, 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 a Ryan. We're probably going to swap between the two because we're definitely used to talking on, on PSN chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's what we're referring to. Ryan, AKA Taco, AKA Ryan, AKA Big Money Rocket League. Woo. You know it. <laughs> AKA Large Doinks. I got a question for y'all this time. Oh, yeah? What's the deal with Jerry Seinfeld dating a 17-year-old when he was 39. <laughs> what? This is news. You didn't hear about that? Well, still a 17-year-old high school student, she then met 38, sorry, oh, oh that's fine, then Then 38, Jerry <laughs> Seinfeld in a public park. At that point, Seinfeld got her phone number. I just want you to imagine Jerry Seinfeld as he appeared in the hit, con- in the hit uh, sitcom, <laughs> Seinfeld, uh, uh, just walking around a park. You know, being a middle-aged guy and spotting a fucking high schooler and being like, oh, sweet, I'm going to go hit on this child. Why wasn't, that sounds great. Why wasn't that a plot line in the show? You should have just done that, fucking coward. Yeah. And then he just doesn't it, see maybe, anything wrong with it at all. Like, what? I was just being friends with her. <laughs> <laughs> or it's George and he's like taking her on dates and stuff. And he's like complaining, you know, because she wants to go to. I don't know. What the fuck do high school kids do? Uh, chicken fingers. Smoke weed in the park, and like, he's like, "I'm an adult man. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I have a sitcom." <laughs> yeah, what do you talk about when you're in a FIBA file and you're with somebody that you're that you're banging and super into? What's the conversation like? It's fucking bizarre. And apparently, her parents loved Jerry, though. So that's great. <laughs> it makes it all. It makes it all okay. Wow. I just br- I just brought this up because I wanted to do the what's the deal with. Uh, also because I fucking hate Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. And I was talking about him with my family earlier, and I was like, remember when he dated a seventeen year old when he was thirty eight, and nobody knew what I was talking about. And uh, Brian, I guess I guess you didn't know. Uh, Arthur and I didn't until until that Grub Stakers episode. I, uh, I vaguely okay. remember it being a thing at the time. I was like nine years old. I vaguely remember it being a news item at the time. Because he took you out on a date, too, and you were disappointed yes. that he went with uh, Shoshana? Yeah, I was mad. I was mad about <laughs> it. I had, a lot of, I had a lot of genuine affection for him. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, just, it's hard when the one gets away. <laughs> this, this all may have happened around the same time as the uh, Clinton and Lewinsky scandal, so that, that may have been completely eclipsed by it. <laughs> In the in the news, yeah, he 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 ended up being out creeped by Clinton, and uh, I guess later, I mean, around around this time, actually, I uh, was also outdone by the Clintons. You know, murdering Jeffrey Epstein kind of overshadowed his absolute <laughs> murder of the subject of comedy because his stand up these days fucking sucks balls. Yeah, man, it's incredible how fucking bad it is. People oh, yeah. talk about Seinfeld like he's fucking legend in stand up, and yeah, these most recent things are just fucking they're a tragedy <laughs> it's it's heinous and i think it just it, it points very strongly to uh how billionaires are not people and are so completely distanced from like the everyday parts of humanity that uh 
Like, how do you make relatable content? If like, even during the Seinfeld era, I remember on Grubstakers, they were fucking saying that he would, he wouldn't wash his clothes. He would just buy new clothes and throw the old ones away. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's oh. that level. Yeah, that's and that dude is a billionaire. That dude is a fucking billionaire. So I, I, I can't, I can't, I, I don't know. Maybe his, his audience of fucking oligarchs, you know, will eat this shit up. But I think for the general public, it's heinous. And I'm an expert on comedy, having done open mics for a grand total of about 12 months. So I think I'm in a good place to say that. Yeah, you got more right. experience on on open mics than I do. I think I only did like one for a, a college class project where we had to meet up at a coffee shop and spit our into our poetry slams out there. What do you got? <laughs> What? What do I got for poetry? Yeah, what do you slam? got? Yeah. Oh, I You can't I wrote bring one. it up and then not fucking do it. What are you doing? Oh, yeah. I, I, okay, okay. <laughs> I wrote one. I'm going to just kind of recite it from memory. I can't, like, do very well about this. This was like, fuck me, 10 years ago? I feel so old. All right. All right. So it, <laughs> it's, okay, it's like, it, I think it was like, uh, kind of, it, it followed like the same flavor as like Cake's, um, uh, the racing song, um. Going the distance. Yeah. Going the distance. Fuck me. I'm blanking on everything She's now. going for speed. So basically it was like poet stuff. It wasn't even rhyming at all, I don't think. It was just like knuckles white, gripped, death grip wheel, you know, like before death grips was a thing. <laughs> death grip wheel, <laughs> fucking smooth shifting from, from, you know, fourth to fifth or... I don't know. It was stupid. I just, I was like, I gotta get it. I gotta get some good grades in this class. So I made this. I gotta participate. Participation was the shit. Like, that's really helped. It sounds like you had bars. Yeah, you know, if I wrote them down, if I wrote them bars down and didn't throw up mom's spaghetti all the time, I'd be okay. <laughs> what did you get on the project? Did you do good? Yeah, I think I did. I was just, you know, showing up, not being absent from class. I mean, for anyone that was in college, you know, that isn't doing it remotely now, they got to realize, like, showing up and, like, barely participating is, like, the backbone of, you know, getting a decent grade there. And then everything else is, right. like, better on the test or, you know. My, my strategy was, if it, like, you could be hungover or I could have been, like, I was awake for three days once, but I would always sit in the front row. Mm. And I did really fucking well after I started just sitting in the front row. Because then, you know, and I got a great mug, and my mug's right up in their mug, yeah. and then they got to remember me. And when they're going to grade, you know, then they're like, that dude's got a good mug. I'm going to give him an A. <laughs> also, that one time, you know, he made a hilarious joke because he's the funniest man on the planet, much funnier than Jerry Seinfeld. And that's how I got graduated uh, summa cum loud from uh, the Ohio State University. Oh, yeah, were you coming loud? <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of coming loud... This, uh, that doesn't even... This involves cum in some way. Arthur, what is this first question? That's my, I nailed that transition. I stomped it. My, 19F, boyfriend's 21M. Dad found out we're a cuckold couple. My boyfriend and I have been living with my boyfriend's dad for like a year now. And last week, we were watching one of the videos we made at our old apartment on the TV in the living room. For funsies. But we accidentally left the flash drive in the TV. Ooh. My BF remembered it was there a couple days later and asked me to get it, but I went to get it and it was gone. And I don't know why, but I didn't say anything about it. Friday night, his dad slammed our door open and threw the flash drive against the wall as hard as he could 
and just said, what the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) To my boyfriend and stormed out. Took us a minute to register what just happened, but now his dad is being a complete asshole to him and keeps calling him a loser slash lowlife slash bitch. I mean, it's bad. He hasn't said anything to me about it, but I heard him call me a, this is in the, in the copy here, a horny little slut to my BF. And when he thought, when he thought I couldn't hear them, (laughs) I was really curious about what exactly he saw because we had a lot on there. My BF uh, doesn't know that he had it for days. So I asked him about it and apparently he watched everything on it with his drinking buddies (laughs) <laughs> Whoa! What, what the fuck He's, what the fuck he said one of his friends is quote into that kind of stuff so he let him copy the files ah! oh. I really don't know what to say when he told me that so he just kept talking and basically scolded me about how if we didn't want anyone to see it then we shouldn't have filmed it but now I'm just trying to figure out if I should tell my boyfriend about that or not it's really creepy he did that uh, in my opinion I mean, he's going to find out either way, and I really don't want to be the one that has to tell him. We're kind of screwed because we depend on him financially right now, but hopefully we can move out again soon. Has anyone gone through anything like this so horribly wrong? Uh, That was posted by user Vampirist. Jesus fucking Christ. I have a funny anecdote about this, but I'm going to save it till the end because at first (laughs) I was like, ha ha. You know, this is this is goofy, but that's that's straight up fucking abuse. And both of you, if you're dependent financially, like you're kind of trapped with this fucking piece of shit. Like, I thought it was going to be, you know, you find the thing and then it pops up and he's like, oh, God. And then I was like, oh, wait, he actually watched through this. Yeah. Why the fuck would you want to watch your Your son child having sex? Yeah, with oh, it's his, yeah, with with uh, your son having sex with his girlfriend—that's fucking bizarre. But the fact that then he was like, "Let me get the boys over for this." My buddy <laughs> loves this kind of shit. This is great. Let's all fucking no, dude. That's fucking heinous. That's fucking abusive. I don't know if it's illegal, but like, if there's no legal way to go after him, you should be stabbing your fucking dad in the face. This is fucking awful. Damn. This is incredibly heinous. I agree. Oh. That's that's like the group of guys like in car clubs that are so weird that they like to just hang out with each other and then they all watch porn together in the living room. <laughs> a little porn with the bros. Yeah, porn <laughs> with the bros. You know, put the pillow over your lap and definitely hide that boner you got. It's not awkward. <laughs> oh, there was God. a oh. there was a party I was trying to get on in Chicago when I was DJing uh, called Porn and Chicken, where they would like have a DJ and have like you know catered fried chicken and have pornography up on the. Like playing on the wall. That's a that sounds weird. all right. I could I could do that. But this this hey this is hey your fellas son. Do you want to watch my son just absolutely slam out this girl? Actually, since in the title it's revealed that we're a cuckold couple, would you like to watch my son watch someone slam out his girlfriend? <laughs> yeah, this is this is like like third or fucking four D uh cuckolding <laughs> there's there's too many there's too many fucking layers to this <laughs> too wait much. but does that make the dad and his buddies like they're the ultimate cucks here there's they're, they're the weird voyeur son watch yeah they're like ancestrally voyeuristic Ugh. or well now i wouldn't say incestually but 
I mean, I think I, I think potentially yes. I mean, you're you're witnessing even if the kids like the son is not the one doing the fucking, you are witnessing a sexual like any it, say you were watching a video of something where your kid was getting turned on by something, wouldn't you be like, "Oh, I don't want to see my kid get turned on." Exactly. Uh, yeah. be, the normal reaction would be to be disgusted and shut it off immediately. This is fucking insanity. I hope to God that this is not real. Yeah. But if this is, you you have to tell your boyfriend. Right. You have to tell your boyfriend because you need to fucking get that back from his creepy ass friend who copied it over. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. Uh, you, you need to have somebody on your side here. Like, I, I know it's not fun to, like, tell him and have to break that kind of news because this is horrific. But also, like, don't even just tell your boyfriend, like, start fucking dragging this old bastard and his creepy old friends on social media. And like I said, if there's anything legally that you can do here, because, like, I don't know, there's, like, revenge porn laws. That, that's not, you know, exactly what this is. But, but like, this is unconsensually, effectively, like, stealing, uh, you know, your your nudes, basically, which is, you know, horrifically unethical. And I'm pretty sure... There's got to be, I would hope there's some kind of illegality to it, but I I, I just vote, you know, if it's already going to be out there, tell as many people as you can uh, to, to try to shut this down, you know, before his creepy, his creepy fucking drinking buddy, you know, uploads this to the fucking internet or something. This is horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. And who knows that that could have already happened. Like someone yeah, I was about to say unknowingly un- uploaded it. Yeah. yeah, if you're the kind of guy who goes over to your buddy's place and he's like, hey, you want to see my son get cocked uh, and his girlfriend get fucked on TV? We're all just going to drink beers. Probably definitely the kind of guy and you're going to copy the files. Ugh. I reckon you're definitely sharing that shit out there. Uh, so this is fucking heinous. If it's real, I, I'm sorry you're going through this. I don't know. Just cut your fucking dad's head off. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Or User. call us. We'll fucking roll down there and kick his ass. $500 standing offer. Uh, yeah. The uh, uh, Reddit user Nebulance Arts uh, comments: I'd be calling the police for di- distribution of porn without consent. First of all, uh, secondly, I'd move. So I actually looked up. I just searched the term "distribution of porn without consent," uh, and there's a entry on Ballotpedia.org. It says non-consensual pornography refers to the distribution of sexual or pornographic images of individuals without their consent. These may include images taken without consent or images taken with consent, but later distributed without the consent of those in the images. So it sounds like in some jurisdiction there is laws on the books about this. So I would get in contact with the police. Right. Normally I'm not in favor of getting in contact with the police, but... No, exactly. But this is the rare situation because normally I'd be like, grab a lawyer, but if you're financially dependent on this piece of shit... You're living there, you know. I, I I reckon you probably don't have the the means to be doing this, but I don't know. People do pro bono, not pro bono cases. What, what's the deal? Where you, you you make the agreement where if you win the case, you know, th- then they just take some out oh, of the sure. settlement or whatever the winnings. Right, right. It just l- look into that shit. And if you're staying with a boyfriend's dad at the moment, I don't know what your relationship with your family is, but if it's positive, or if you have any kind of friend you can stay with, especially just somebody you trust. If you laid out this situation, I don't know. I'd let any fucking friend come like live with me if they were dealing with this kind of yeah. shit. Because this is fucking yeah. insane. If you don't sure. think that person would distribute <laughs> pornographic images of you that they found, it's better than where you are now. 
Bingo. Okay, can I tell my funny anecdote to yes, bring please. this down? Because I was going to make fun of them for watching this shit on the living room TV, yeah. dude. Just watch it on your fucking laptop like normal people watch porn. Because uh, I tell you what, I, uh, I I had this whole... So I, I'm in high school, right? I don't have a laptop. It's like 2008, but I have a PlayStation 3. And I live in the basement, and there's a big widescreen TV. So I'd watch porn on there. Right. You know, everybody's asleep. Nobody's bugging me. But there were no blinds on the door down there that had windows. And I was always like, I wonder if some neighbor like looks out the window and is just like, you know, seeing seeing some fucking going on on the screen. And I was like, ah, oh, probably fucking never. But then a year or two later, like right before I graduated from high school, uh, I was doing I was doing like a like a gymnastics class because I did parkour. That's a whole fucking other story. Uh, but before we were going, I was over at my buddy's place and we were waiting for everybody to come out to the car. And I don't remember why, but like, I kind of just ran around the back of the house. I think I was just running. Cause I don't know. I was like 17. I had energy. Sometimes you just uh, run miss those days. <laughs> I run back there though. And the house next to them, it's a similar situation where there are two basement doors and they are glass paneled. <laughs> and I look through them and there's fucking porn on the big TV down there in the back of some dude's head. And so, I, of course, I fucking ran up and started banging on the door <laughs> and then just booked it out of there, got in the car and left. And I'm telling my friends, we're fucking laughing and shit. We come back from this class like probably two hours later and I'm like, I, I wonder if he's still down there. There's no way he's still down there. But I run back, and he's still fucking down there. And I started banging on the fucking door all over again. Uh, but needless to say, after that, I was like, I started reconsidering my uh, my 50-inch fucking screen porn habits, dude. That's just a bad fucking idea. Any common area. Do not put your, don't put your sexual stuff out there. That's, if, you, if there's people in, you know, with you that you don't want to see it. No bueno. No bueno. Yeah. I forgot about that though. That's a good fucking memory. <laughs> well, I hope I hope that made you the listener feel a little better, and I hope it made you, the question asker, uh, feel a little bit better. But like I said, if this is real, I, I I sincerely hope you can resolve this situation, and that your dad and all of his buddies uh, get to share a round of uh, ball cancer between them. <laughs> yes. Powerful. Oh shit! Wait. So we have the question box next, right? Yeah. Oh. Hey, it's the question box. Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why are you asking all them questions? Making statements. Us who? Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why are you asking all them questions? Making statements. Us who? Boom. Woo! Where you been? Yes, it's the Radio how Free Tub Bank Anonymous Question Box where you, the listener, can submit your questions to us. Maybe you've been watching porn on a big screen TV and you don't you're a little uncertain of the situation. Maybe it's sketchy, maybe it's not, you know? Maybe you've had 17-year-old Donovan banging on your door. Maybe you're that guy out there listening somehow. If you are and you want to ask us questions for some reason, uh you can send them in at the uh link in our bio on Instagram. It's instagram.com/radiofreetotebag uh or at our website radiofreetotebag.podient.co. Don't have to make an account. It's anonymous. You got a text box. Bash the keyboard until your feelings are on the screen and press send. And this week, two folks have bashed the keyboard. And we have, uh, we got a question and we have a comment uh, on last week's episode. I'm going to start with the comment. So it, it, referring to a friend of mine, we were, we were discussing kind of like easing uh, anxiety uh, in the bedroom. 
uh, getting comfortable, like uh, to be able to come. <laughs> comfortable. And, uh, somebody, I, I was saying that I had known a friend who, with his partner, you know, they were using uh, MDMA and having a lot of sex on it, and, and it was doing wonders for him. And uh, uh, I don't remember if the guest or you, Arthur, who was saying, no, you cannot come on MDMA, which I strongly disagree with. Uh, but it seems like this this listener is back in the bullshit because they say, bro, you defo cannot come on MDMA. Love you both. You. Oh, well, I, I love him, too. Fuck. <laughs> you defo. defo. Cannot come on MDMA is all that I've heard. I have never tried. Like, I have never personally tried to come on MDMA, but all of the conventional wisdom that I have received from my from my uh, drug using friends suggests that you cannot come on MDMA. It's kind of like, it's kind of like stimulants from what I understand. Like I was on an Adderall prescription all through high school and it would be super difficult, but it's not to that level. And mm. I bet for some people, like if you have trouble coming to begin with, like if you could last pretty long, I can see how this would block it. But I'm just saying, if you're somebody like this friend of mine or coincidentally myself, uh, <laughs> who, who has tended at points to nut very quickly, uh, then it actually just put you, it ended up leveling out to like a, you know, a regular uh, duration. And it was fantastic for this friend of mine. Uh, so, so I'm just saying the conventional, maybe that is correct for many people. Maybe many people do not come as quickly as myself and my friend. But, you know, for those of you who, who may be coming quickly, I'm, I'm just putting it out there. I've heard it's pretty great. What have you heard, Ryan? What, what's the word? Uh, honestly, I've never done MDMA, but mm-hmm. I can have a stronger libido if I'm high on weed. Like, you know, it, it obviously feels better. And, mm-hmm. uh, that's definitely true. So, yeah. And I, I'll admit I have been, uh, a minute man before two pump chump. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost as if like the girl I, had, I was talking to at that time, like when it all led up to us, like. Finally fucking, it was all just like a huge tease for like a week straight. And then I finally got, you know, where she was and it was like, bam, bam. Oh, geez. I, that was disappointing. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't, uh, there's something about Mary in the car before you went in for the date. Ooh, yeah. I should have, should have primed that pump or, yeah, or you, what was it? Was, I, I was walking. Oh my God. I've been walking around with a loaded gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess you could say I was walking around with a loaded gun. That day. <laughs> Those past 12 that, hours. Again, because we could throw some advice there if you're somebody like that. Because uh, I, I, I always found sometimes the, uh, the pre-jerk helps, but sometimes it just doesn't do shit for some reason. Mm. And uh, if you have like the reverse problem where like you come way too easily, at least uh, as a guy, I always found drinking a couple beers uh, that all that fucking helps a ton. Yeah, Num- yeah real good. Not too many, but like two or three. You're, <laughs> I, I was always on a good level. I go through cycles with that shit, though. I don't. Find, it's either way too quickly, or you know, I have to be performing every kink at the exact same time to be able to <laughs> climax. Uh, there was one time I had um, Vicodin for wisdom teeth. I had to take had my wisdom teeth taken out. <laughs> and I was eating Vicodin. Yeah. And uh, me and my girlfriend at the time were getting frisky, and I just couldn't make it happen, right? And we went up, we went forever, and we finally got done. And I didn't, I didn't come at all. But she went, "Can you 
take Vicodin more often? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, babe, you mind picking up a quick opiate addiction? (laughs) (laughs) It sure helped me, baby. Shit. I had that same shit when I got my wisdom teeth out. I think I think I was 17. Uh, I, I didn't have a girlfriend at the time, so I was just jerking it. But the combination of having taken, uh, I think, Adderall earlier. Maybe I didn't have the Adderall. Maybe I had the experience with both. I definitely did. But, like, you'd go to jerk it, and, you know, you're used to, it, it just works quickly because you're full of fucking hormones. But it being, like, 20 minutes, and you're like, what the fuck is going on? I, I do pretty distinctly remember jerking it for, like, a full hour to no completion and just feeling absolutely fucking defeated, dude. That's a bad feeling. I guess I have a story about that, too. I don't think it had anything to do with... Well, I guess it did have something to do. uh, The girl that I was banging at the time, I guess, like, I went over to her house and we smoked. And then it's like, all right, let's bang. And then it just, like, I couldn't finish. But also during that time, I was like... Man, I'm thirsty. I was telling her, like, hey, I, I'm thirsty. You know, I should probably drink some water. She's like, and she was trying to torture me. I guess she was getting off on that. She's uh, like, no water until you come. Shit. Yeah. Jesus. She's like, no water until you come. I'm like, uh, okay. And then I, like, no, nothing happened. Like, I was just like, it's not working. I just, like, I tried, you know, just a, she tried giving me a handy. A yeah. It was just a, just she tried giving me a handy. I tried. And I was just like, I, I don't know. I, I I guess as long as you got yours, that's that's okay. <laughs> Just a puff of dust comes out the end. It must have been. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the building blocks of cum we were discussing. Water is one of the main ingredients. That's true. Got to hydrate if you want to make yeah. your cum thicker and more plentiful. <laughs> I think there's a balance what are you in saying, there. Arthur, sorry. <laughs> uh, and Taco hasn't drank water to this day, actually. Yeah, I've just been expelling dust out of every orifice. And... Our first dusty ass guest, pile Ooh. of dust, Ryan. <laughs> just squirt some, you know, uh, cocoa butter on me, and I'll return back to form for a short amount of time. I'll be moisturized, and then just slowly back back yeah. to dust. Cummies yeah. to cummies, dust to dust. That it. Okay. There it is. I cannot wait One till the next question. time I bust. <laughs> oh, that's good. Nice. Ugh. I'm drinking beer again. I haven't. I haven't drank in like the past ten episodes. I'm getting burpy. Damn. Ugh. Forgot to deal with it. Okay. Well, one more question. This one is. Uh, this is clearly a very serious question. But uh, I, I think we can. I think we can make something of this. Mm-hmm. If your exes live in Texas, but your boo stays in Malibu, where does your wife stay? Ooh. What? What fucking rhymes with wife? Hold on. Tenor, Tenerife? Tenerife? Um, it's stumping me now. Are you, Arthur, are you Googling <laughs> cities that rhyme with wife? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good riddle from George Strait. Uh, definitely not in Tennessee. Because that's, yeah. that's where you, you would currently be as per There's the song. There's probably some fucking Welsh town that ends with Ife. Yeah. Fife. There's got to be a place yeah, called Fife. Yeah, in, in Ireland, County Fife. There it is. There we go. All right. Your wife stays in County Fife. We did it. You're, you're welcome for solving your question. You may need to get some international tickets uh, if you live outside of... Ireland's not even part of the EU, dude. You're going to have to get some international tickets no, unless it? you're Irish yourself. 
yeah, dude. No, not like the country Brexit. Ireland's not EU. No, 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 not oh, Northern Ireland. Before. Northern Ireland's out with Brexit. Is with but UK Ireland itself. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Let me double check this. I'm not a asshole. <laughs> this is great content. All right, oh, cut yeah. this shit out. It's it's not because they're part of great. Yeah. Oh, Delete all of this. Oh no no no! I was right. It's part. It's a member state of the EU, but it's not part of the Schengen area. So you'd have to go the fucking international passport out shit. So if you're not in Ireland, get your passport and go save your wife, my brother. And that's been the question box. We love you too, uh, Defo Come Guy. All right. <laughs> nice. Hey, Donovan. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, what's up? This question takes us to the paraphilia pantry. My GF has a feminization kink, and I'm not sure what that is or what it entails. I don't really get it, but she's been super supportive of what I'm into. And I want to give it back. What is it? And how can I make it good for her? That was posted by Son of Yeet! <laughs> Yeet. Arthur, can you get a definition on uh, feminization? You yes. want to describe yes, to the I audience can. what this is. In the context of dominance and submission, or kink subcultures, quote, forced feminization, or feminization, also known as sissification, refers to the practice of dressing a submissive partner as a woman and or encouraging or training them to act in a feminine or exaggeratedly feminine way. If male, the submissive partner may be called a sissy. Feminization may occur without a partner as a component of solo masturbation and or through interactions with an online community. Good shit. Yeah. So get a pair of bolt-ons, dude. Fucking go get some implants. <laughs> uh-huh. You show up and you'd be like, babe, I got a surprise for you. You're wearing a big puffy jacket. And take it off, and you got a fucking couple, a pair of double D's right there. Check it out. Man. Fucking, yeah. Reveal them. Reveal it. <laughs> fucking have some uh, party poppers in there, uh, rigged up. You know, one of the strings to each side of the jackets. So when you open it, confetti blasts out, and then she sees <laughs> your fucking 12-ton hammers staring her right in the face, and she's just going to start, uh, you know, coming all over the goddamn place. That's true. Hell yeah. As- as long as she, like, makes you do it. I think that for her, this is the process of, of making you more ah, feminine. Is what okay, she's... So your girlfriend's going to need to go to med school if she has not already. <laughs> uh, you know, plastic surgery specifically. And she's going to have to give you the implants. You know, she's, been in, she's let you do your kinks. You know, you wanted to have anal. She did that for you. She gets to fucking uh, give you some implants. You know, go under the knife. That's uh, tit for tat. Wait, tit for tat. If your name's Tat, you're gonna need at least two tits. Real, real answer though. Just, uh, just ask her. You know, like if you're not, because also I'm sure there's different flavors of this. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're also gonna want to make sure like you're comfortable with the things that she's gonna want you to do. Uh, so have a conversation about it beforehand, because this this also might not be something that you're into. And I mean, good for you if you're still like, ah, oh, but it's what my partner's into. I'll give it a shot. Uh, but just just talk it over first, both so that, you know, it's it's satisfying for her and also so that it's not, you know, unpleasant for you. I uh, I half ass did this with college girlfriend one time. Ooh, yeah. you, got, you got details. Well, uh, it was it was less of a feminization situation and more that we like swapped. So like. I, like, put my hair up in pigtails because, like, that was the easiest signifier. I had, like, long hair at the time. 
That was like the easiest oh, yeah. signifier. I didn't nice. like fully cross dress, but I think I wore a pair of her panties and she put on like a sweatshirt and she, she had like super long hair. So she like put it up in a bun and wore a ball cap over it and wore like a real she baggy sweatshirt and house music and vaping. <laughs> right. And, yeah. uh, and we went to the grocery store and just did our grocery shopping and like, sort of like, psychosocially pretended to present as the other gender, right? And then when we got back to the house and we fucked and it was weird. <laughs> was she weird for you? Weird weird for both of you? I think it was I think it was weird for me and because it was weird for me it was weird for her. Yeah. You're giving I, her that, that vibe. Yeah. Cuz cuz that's what I'm saying. Like there's nothing wrong with this morally you know what i mean like there's nothing yeah if i can go for be it whatever you're into as long as you're not as long as you're not hurting anybody uh, but it's also okay to not be into this and so especially if you don't if you don't even know what this is you know i i i feel like if if you were inclined to be into this you probably would already know but yeah. also maybe you don't so have to have the conversation with her and i don't know maybe you can even find at what point you're comfortable at what point it would be too much but i think this is this is something that would make uh, that might make a lot of folks uncomfortable or just might not be into it. Right. And so you you definitely want to have that conversation first so you don't just get into a situation where you're like, I fucking hate this. <laughs> Shit. User. You know, and then it makes things bad. User Cuckless Hotwife says, lucky you. <laughs> cuckless Hotwife. Yeah. That would be a hot wife that doesn't have a cuck. So she's she not married? She basically. Or is she married, but the, the dude's not down to cuck? It's, this is all possible. That's what I'm seeing. Okay. <laughs> or maybe it's I have to s- cuck the less hot wife. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, because it's cuck underscore less hot wife. More of a cuck, less of a hot wife. I feel or it. I feel it. a cuck minus a hot wife. Like he's a cuck that doesn't uh, have a hot wife. Okay. I'll be your hot wife, buddy. Don't worry. <laughs> all right. So uh, I, I requested that we find this kink. Uh, in part because I haven't I haven't seen it mentioned a lot, but because I have I've been in a goofy mood all day and I've had a fantastic idea spinning around in my head for quite some time. Uh, but both both of y'all you've played Call of Duty before, right? You know what the kill streak is? Yeah, I am familiar with the concept. Okay. Yes. So I I have a much more fantastic, less jingoistic concept because there's another fetish called bimbofication, which is a questionable term. But the whole idea is like feminization, but it's very much like kind of the plastic surgery, like uh, uh, fake tits, kind of. What's that? I think that would super skimpy dress kind of thing. I think that would fall into the hyper femininity with a bent towards uh, encouraged hypersexuality as well. There we go. And that's definitely a better word for it than fucking bamboofication. You right. know, a little problematic, but also hilarious word. And especially in the context of this new version of Call of Duty I have, <laughs> where instead of kill streaks, you get bimbofication streaks, right? And so you got like your macho ass soldier dude with like a skull mask and shit, and you get three kills, and then you get one bolt on titty. And then you get, you know, five <laughs> kills, you get another bolt on titty. You get that seven kill streak, you know, your your uniform turns into like a tight 
thong and, and bikini top until you got like a whole bunch of sexy feminized soldiers running around. And then if you get 30, you can just fire cum onto all of them. <laughs> just a cum nuke. <laughs> cum yeah, nuke. There or, we go. Or a, or a, cum, a cum ship. <laughs> I, I was going to say, can some of these outfits be like aviation themed as well? Because, you know, mm. you get up higher in the streets, you start getting stuff that flies, man. <laughs> oh, definitely. Definitely. Maybe we get like some planes and instead of like, uh, you know, they do the decals on the planes. Right. And they got the they got the hard points under them. And instead of bombs, you know, you just stick a couple big giant metal titties on there. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you guys are on board, uh, and this is giving me the confidence to bring this to a wider uh, audience. I'm applying for a job to Activision as soon as this episode is over, and I hope you will all see my uh, my beautiful concept come to fruition, my dream, uh, in the next installment of Call of Duty, uh, Call of Booty Modern uh, Horror Fair. <laughs> Very we'll workshop that name. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll get there. We'll I, get think, there. I think horror is a bit demeaning. Yeah. I agree. It's a, it's a I just term. hit the spot. I needed something. But it rhymed. Call, it of, rhymed. call of booby modern warfare. <laughs> Much better. <laughs> just Much a fucking better. paraphilia <laughs> theme. Oh. <laughs> like people we running have, around like you popping balloons on people and like you shoot jizz at them. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, we need to get more kinks fucking out of them there. You can start like eating you can eat the enemy, and then from the enemy's camera, they're like, oh, no, and then they're like, and then there's the x-ray on the stomach, like the Vorart, but it's like, you know, and a fucking imperialist uh, uh, Western soldier just in the stomach, like, oh, no, you're eating me, but he's, like, really horny about it's it. Also, he's got a rocking pair of tits. And all of this is happening with the Mortal Kombat x-ray technology. Whenever you punch someone so hard in the face, it just shatters the bones. It just goes, cut away to the meat. <laughs> fuck yeah perfect the I'm technology is out there we can make this dream come true uh this will be our next go fund me i have had that stupid fucking idea rattling around in my brain i've like mentioned it to a couple of people i've been playing games with because i think it's the funniest thing in the world i've got a mixed response to the comedy of it <laughs> you mentioned this like, like a year and a half ago to me yes and i said i needed to say it on the show and i kept forgetting so my dream is finally fulfilled uh if you the listener on board you know Hit us up on Twitter and in the question box and tell me how fucking cool my idea is. Next question. Oh, fuck, dude. We forgot to ask Ryan our fucking traditional guest question. Oh, shit. Yeah. Normally, normally that's that's at the top. Uh, but we fucked up because y'all were just you know, too excited. We're too excited. Yeah, I'm having a good ass day. I'm in a good mood. And I just I just wanted to talk about. You know, knocking on the basement jerker offer's door and about putting titties on an A-10-2 Warthog. Uh, yeah, you kind of came in hot with that Jerry Seinfeld, and I didn't want to derail you from that one, so I'll let you have it. That's true, too. I've had too much ping-ponging around in my brain. Well, right. So then to you, to you, Ryan, what is... Uh, you've listened to the show, too. You're familiar with the general concept, but what is your worst, you know, most embarrassing, most shitty, funniest... Uh, Dating or relationship or sex story? What you got? Well, I guess I'd have to start with uh, probably, I guess, the worst one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll kind of categorize. I was kind of thinking about this like yesterday. I was kind of fielding which one. I kind of have a couple, but I don't know. 
Uh, I guess the worst one would be one of the college girlfriends that I had. Um, we had been dating for about six or so months. That's usually mm-hmm. about the average runtime of my relationships before it just kind of something happens with them. So this one in particular started out cool, you know, met her in one of my photography classes and all that. And things just kind of, you know, we, we learned each other's work schedules. I found out that she was a bartender <laughs> And she didn't get out of work until like three and three o'clock in the morning. And I worked at some, you know, quick lube place. And so I just worked during the day. So things started piling up like, okay, your, our, our sleep schedules aren't exactly lining up class schedules. Not so much either. Hanging out was getting harder and harder. And, yeah. uh, we never actually went over like, you know, obviously it was never apparent. We weren't vocal about it. Either of us. And, uh, yeah, just one day out of the blue, she just straight ghosted me and stopped answering my text and all that. And I was at said quick lube joint at work. And I just, you know, I, I, I remember the car she drove and I just kind of saw a car coming from the distance and I saw it drive past and there she was right in there. She didn't even look in my direction because she knew I worked there. She didn't even look. She literally ghosted me. Like, I was (laughs) Uh, a fucking ghost. uh, That sucks, man. Yeah. That opposite schedule shit, even with sleep schedules, is is fucking miserable. Yeah. Especially if you're both working jobs and school and stuff. Yeah, we we try to make it work. But, like... uh, That's that's ass, man. It was to the point where, like, she will... She was like, yeah, you know, you can just go to my house and uh, just like crash in my bed and then I'll jump on you at three o'clock in the morning and wake you up for a minute (laughs) and then we'll go back to sleep. And then she would sleep for like four hours and then her alarm would be going off. I'm like, what the fuck? Why do you have like an 8 a.m. class? What's wrong with you? Oh, God. (laughs) So it was even worse because she was missing classes because she would, you know, hang out with me and just like offset her sleep schedule even farther to like, you know get to know me more and get to know each other more and it was just like wow this is all so new to me too i'm just like huh i'm just rolling with it i'm tired but then it just turned into nothing like it just disappeared <laughs> that sucks you wish you know you'd wish you could have had she'd had some kind of conversation with you but i like i understand the ending of it that's a miserable situation but being ghosted sucks. Yeah, it was in college, so it was just like I had a lot going on anyway, and just like this one thing happening, it was just kind of like, that's weird, you're weird, why Why would that happen to me? That's uh, whatever. <laughs> you end up kind of being too, you end up kind of being too busy to be upset about it. Yeah, I was, you know, at the time I was kind of like just confused and emotional about that, you know, I was, what, 21 I guess, or 20. And yeah, it was just one of those weird ones. But yeah, that would that would be the the worst one. I guess the most embarrassing was the one I mentioned before, being a two-pump chump. <laughs> <laughs> so me being that two-pump chump uh, after like a whole ye- uh, week of just like sexting and, you know, her sending me. Build up. The build-up, it really, like, yeah. I'll get you. What happened there? But, yeah. (laughs) It's like a fireworks display on the 4th of July and the grand finale, like, the music starts kicking up and shit, and then just, like, a two-year-old goes out and shoots off a bottle rocket, and they're like, thank you for coming. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
kid falls over and a bottle rocket just kind of goes off into the bushes. You don't even get to hear it make the shriek or explode. Yeah, and you're just trying to kind of recollect yourself and you're just kind of like, well, uh, that was weird. Um, and <laughs> wow. Yeah, the whole, the whole situation that happened there was also weird too. I guess she was kind of like having a bunch of people over and it was just kind of like ducking <laughs> off and we fucked and she had her friend there and I'm just like, what the fuck? So I almost felt just, that was just embarrassing. It was just like in and out and kind of like, all right, well smoked some weed there and hung out and trying to calm down. And then like some other dude was knocking on the door and I answered it and she's still in bed, passed out. And I'm like, all right, well, she's out, out. And they were just hanging out and her friend was still there. And I was like, all right, peace out y'all. <laughs> you should I just drove like, the so, fuck home. Yeah. So, so deep, put that ass to sleep later, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Well, well we've we've heard answer. an example. We've heard an example of what a non-ideal date would be: invited to a house party with a bunch of people you don't know, and then invited to fuck under pressure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why don't we? Why don't we explore? What would be your perfect date? What would your perfect date be? Posted by eighteen M. Hi everyone. Hello. Yo. Yo. I hope. I hope everyone is having a wonderful day. Smiley face emoji. I fucking Aww. It's my first time posting on here, so I'm sorry if I'm doing this wrong, or this post belongs somewhere else. I was just wondering what your perfect date would be. It can be real or just in your head. I'm just curious. I've never been on a date, but here is what mine would be. We start out by driving to our favorite restaurant and hold hands in the car ride. Then we get there and have an amazing dinner and laugh and chat with each other the whole time. After that, we get back in the car and hold hands again and go to the ice cream shop on the lake. We get some ice cream cones and hold hands and walk along the shoreline and watch the sunset. Then we go back home and change into our pajamas and cuddle on the couch. I'm a guy, but I want to be the little spoon. Smiley Sam, face emoji. Dude, Sam, yeah. I love it. You're so short it works. Then we watch How our fair f- you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like two inches shorter than you. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> then we watch our favorite Netflix and HBO movies and eat popcorn and candies and curl up with the blankets. Then we fall asleep holding each other. That's it. I hope you enjoyed reading it. I know it's a bit long. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> comment what your perfect date would be i'd love to hear and read what it is thank you again take care smiley face emoji tldr what would your perfect date be minus a walk on the lake dinner and cuddles posted by ikaj from state farm but man ikaj loves holding hands loves I it like that there Twice. were three different interludes it was three you're hands. right there's three yeah this is a sweet boy this is a nice question I, I I like somebody just being like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna share this, you know. Where's the fucking Ekaj? Like Can I ask you where the fucking is? That's true. Because if true. this, because the perfect date to me is not the first date. That is never the perfect yeah, date. That's what I'm saying. It's literally, <laughs> it's like the first date is like, hey, are you a psychopath? No. Okay, cool. I'll see you in a week. <laughs> we'll see if we can. We'll see if we can actually have fun together. <laughs> Right. <laughs> but then, like, I, depending on kind of progression, two, like two, three, I think about three is usually about the best. 
when you kind yes. of know each other well, you got the flow down. You've you know, got callbacks. You have enough of. I work well off of connect- callbacks. Yeah, callbacks. You got enough of a connection that like there's not. You don't have to have too much anxiety. It's just like, oh shit, we get along. This is great. Now we're gonna do some fun stuff. Uh, for me, I like. I, I don't know. I like being outside. You go mm. on like some kind of hike or some shit, and then go by- back and uh, you know watch watch some Netflix, listen to some music. You know, drink some uh, uh, some some mug wines and uh, and then mm. bang one out. It's nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess my my perfect date. Uh, I guess it would be like maybe. Okay. Oh no, here we go. So we go and we see a sequel film, film that is a sequel in a series, oh. right? <laughs> That, Schindler's List too. <laughs> that that Revised. maybe they like I don't know. This I think this speaks to my fucking nerd auteur kind of way of doing things, but it's like we go and see a sequel that maybe she hadn't seen the first one, but she's like she or he. I don't know why I always uh forget that I'm bisexual when I'm answering these questions. Um <laughs> <laughs> But they haven't seen maybe the first one, but they were like, I don't know, it looked good, let's go take a look. And then uh, we get some food, maybe have some drinks. We go back, we watch the first one, and I get to be like, oh, you remember that thing? That was from that, that's that's this thing. And I get to kind of like do like a guided viewing of the first part of the sequel. Right. And then we have sex. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. nice. What about the hand-holding? How many times do you hold hands? Consistently throughout the entire experience. Oh, there we go. Yeah. There Just sweat, sweaty palms by the very end. <laughs> I was keep it under lock and key, goddamn. And then you got a whole bunch of hydration built up in case she's like Ryan's gal and she won't let you drink any water. <laughs> you get to fucking lap sweat out of your hand for sustenance. <laughs> you got a friendly drink for both of you right in that hand. Just wring out your fucking palm skin. Just, just a oh, oh well as as a as a word of advice if you're banging one out. And you're sweating, and then you stop sweating. That's mm-hmm. the problem. That's what oh, I realized. Yeah, you're like, fucked. oh, I am dehydrated because I'm no longer sweating. Boy, I'm gonna have heat stroke in a minute. <laughs> yeah, it was that was a dangerous time. That's a dangerous gamble. <laughs> so don't let anyone torture you for their kink benefit on fucking starving you of your natural right to water. <laughs> Taka, what's your ideal date besides plentiful amounts of liquid? Can I get this zinger in real quick? Were you fucking the CEO of Nestle? Oh! Ooh. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! No. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I'm gonna say y'all both dropped the fucking ball on this one. Uh, mm. Rock climbing. Oh, fuck! <laughs> Jesus! God damn it. The perfect date oh. is rock climbing. Told you he was a super fan. Up. We slipped up because then you have the trust built to be the belay partner, right? And then she already likes you, so when you just start fucking sending some routes right around some shitty fucking gumbies, you know, trying to fucking prodge their their V zero, and oh, you're doing fuck V that. twenty million, dude. Yeah, fucking, then you can look like an extra badass, but but your date already likes you. You know, so you don't have to worry about showing off because they already know you're fucking sick when you're on the wall. Exactly. And if you're already good with those climbing knots, oh, it's such a wonderful experience yeah. to teach a new person. Like, this is how you tie this figure eight knot. And this is how you, you know, loop it through your carabiner. And this is how you, you know, 
control the rope tension and you know oh it's great then you get you them back home and you control the rope tension on them get a little bdsm going yeah Ooh, yeah i was gonna say if they already know how to tie the rope but they are not climbing uh or we're not a past boy scout of america then maybe maybe you got a little signal there that they're into some fun stuff with ropes oh yeah true. rock climbing <laughs> rock climbing <laughs> rock climbing and rope stuff I was thinking today about the question that we answered, like, what are some fun activities to do with your date? And you literally just went, you should go rock climbing together. Okay. And you just, like, fucking segue to the next question. <laughs> that was a good running bit. Orion, I think you have resurrected that one. Because Thank you. I think as many have listened or who know me in person know, I go through cycles with driving bits into the ground. And that one has been dug back up. And uh, it needs to be driven back down in there. So look forward to many references to rock climbing in the future. I haven't br- climbed rocks in like four years. <laughs> it's fucking, it makes it even better. I'm just oh. throwing lingo because I still follow the climbing subreddit for some reason. So I still know some shit. There's Ryan, are you, familiar, are you familiar with the no. 1994 Robert Zemeckis film starring Tom Hanks called Forrest Gump? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, the film does strike a chord with me, with my what if, what if in that movie he was a, a very energetic dancer to, like, Bay Area hyphy music, and it was called Forrest Crump? <laughs> <laughs> I was... I was crumping! <laughs> I was dancing! <laughs> oh... Good Talk about boy. bringing that one back. <laughs> You'll love to see it. Oh, well. Well, I oh, guess no, uh, yeah. to answer that real question, <laughs> I'm trying to imagine what a perfect date would be, and I'm just trying to think of just a fun set of activities you could do like in the city, because like, I don't live in the city. I live out in the suburbs. So you kind of get that fun vibe built up in you when you get somewhere like in the city where it's like oh i'm gonna meet you here we're gonna go to this spot we can go hiking there's a park there then we can just walk to a restaurant or a beer garden and have a you know a nice refreshing beverage in the sun Mm. right if you find yeah if you find that like part of town that like you can both meet up and there's like multiple kind of activities to do and also you just get to like walk around a city and talk about shit that's a wonderful fucking time yeah that's that's, that's always a good plan yeah i always if imagine you don't like something too you can just fuck off somewhere else yeah i was gonna say i always imagine like the best setting obviously always the worst rent prices but the best place with the weather is san francisco <laughs> there's so many places within walking distance of each other if you can you know if you've got someone with you that can handle walking up and down the hills there's so many good spots to just like sit, hang, smoke weed, drink, you know, booze. All these public parks, they're great. And they all have then great if you're views. Walking, you're all walking up those hills, then uh, over time, if the relationship continues, you both end up with thick, solid donks, and then the spoon is <laughs> extra great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like that. Powerful. That's, uh,. <laughs> My, the street my brother lives on, it's so fucking steep that you can like literally lean into it at like a 30-degree angle. Damn. And uh, after the bar, after we had drinks, I had you know a couple of sour beers that were delicious. We're walking up the hill to his house, 
And halfway up, my watch is like, are you working out? We'll start an exercise right now. And I'm like, yeah, I'm working out all right. Jesus. <laughs> By the time we got to the top, I'm like, wow. Holy shit. It counts. It the, uh, the homies in Texas. Texas is flat as fuck, right? Most of it is until you get away from the coastal area. Uh, like Austin gets hilly. Mm. The hill country. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, but Houston, where I'm at, flat. The only thing, the only hills I see here are man-made, and yeah, freeways, <laughs> like landfills and shit. Yeah, or neighborhoods that have like literally they have to pile a ton of dirt on so that they don't get flooded because that'll happen. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, 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 Just mm-hmm. as Hank Hill intended. Boy, I tell you what. <laughs> How like we have never had anyone from Texas on the show before. How accurate to texan suburbanite is hank hill um he like the whole cast or just hank and the family yeah like do you do you know guys like that because i've talked to people who like know canadian hillbillies right yeah and you talk about letter kenny with them and they're like oh yeah i know those fucking guys like i've i've met dudes (laughs) like that yeah, I I can tell you I've met people like that. Um, not I wouldn't say suburban like my area. Everyone's just too vanilla here. Um, but I'd say more of those likenesses start showing up when you start getting away, like farther away from the city, like north. Uh, I guess the farther north you go, it starts to get a little more hillbilly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so like where I went to college, it was in Huntsville, Texas, and uh. <laughs> Uh, yes, I can definitely relate with some people that live there that are townies that have like literally never left the state like their whole life. <laughs> and there are a few people that I've known. I'm just like, holy shit, man. Like all they do is just hang around and drink beer and talk about yep. shit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hang on, yep. Please, <laughs> please, 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 please tell me that you met somebody. Who talks like Boomhauer? Please, please, please! No fast talkers. No, (laughs) damn it! No, I can't. God's not 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 that I can remember. Not that I can remember because, like, I thought you'd more run into more of those people that are like from Louisiana. Hmm. Maybe Boomhauer is canonically a Louisiana transport. You might have to look that up. That's Bill. Bill's got the family in Louisiana, and he does. And all yeah. the cousins are trying to crack on with him, but they're like not really his cousins. <laughs> well, see and with fucking, Boom and fucking Bobby becomes like a southern dandy fop. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely met a Peggy. I've met I wouldn't say I've met a Bobby, but yeah, I've met a Hank. I've met uh, I guess a Bill, but not a Boomhauer. I think Boomhauer is too likeness to like someone that you know Mike Judge knew when he was growing up. Sure. That's that's sure. like the story of it, like how he got that. Like or no no no, it was from uh Beavis and Butthead. Some guy called in from somewhere and he's like, Man, I'll tell you what, man, the dang old Beavis and Butthead dude show man the trash man, I'll tell you what, man. And then it was just like <laughs> One that, of God's I listened to that clip and I fucking cracked up. That was great. <laughs> fucking perfect. Ah, uh, damn it. Folks. 
That was fucking Radio Free Topag. That's what that was. Dude, that thing you just listened to, that's that's that. That's that show that we do. It's about relationships. Uh, I want to give a big, a big, big thank you to our friend Ryan coming on the program. Thank you. All the you. way from Texas to the studio. Yeehaw! <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. I got something for that, too. It's a cattle. Oh, no. <laughs> see if I can get it to the mic. Oh, perfect. I heard that through the monitor. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. That's very good. Our intro song is the song Hanging On by the band Nowhere. You can find their music at nowheremusic.bandcamp.com. And our outro song is the song Stephanie by the gun-toting Hay Fellows themselves. <laughs> you can find them yeah. at Instagram, instagram.com slash the Hay Fellows, uh, or on Spotify, three words, the Hay Fellows. Uh, I do want to address something before we get out of here. Stavros Halkias of Cometown, another, we'll say, someone from the leftist podcast sphere, has begun... A project. The program is called Stavi Solves Your Problems. And uh, I just want to say, you're coming for the fucking throne. We're ready for it. We are the Leftist Relationship <laughs> Advice Podcast. Period. We got a gun. <laughs> we, we, we know a guy who has a gun. Like, what are you going to do? Uh, so uh, I think you should have us on Come Town to squash this beef, is I think what you should do. Uh, and also, I love you. Thanks, bye. Mwah. <laughs>